0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host for CBS Sports' daily NFL podcast. It is Friday, August the 14th, and I am freaked out because I just did that in a weird order compared to how I normally do. You're also freaked out. We're going to do a mailbag. It's weird because it's off-order. Usually mailbags are Monday. Mailbags are Friday now instead of Monday. Mailbag! That is a good one. John Breach has really locked in um this skill of his where he can say mailbag in the voice of the mailbox from pti that is certainly something that's gonna net you innumerable uh profits in the in the long-term future
1: well that guy has to retire at some point because i know it's not a recording it has to be a live person that's the only thing that would make sense and when he retires i step in just like when the saturday night live announcer retires i'm gonna step in for that too
2: Did you do that voice i can't no, I mean, he I... already he already retired Right?
1: Oh yeah, I think he did. There might be a new oh well There's they didn't name. call me. They should have called me. Warren Michaels, if you're listening, I could do the opening. Why
0: don't you introduce um Eddie Murphy and Taylor Swift to to uh
1: I gotta hear the opening first. I can't just do it. It's been a while.
0: You're probably not gonna get that job then. why well, you got fired.
2: Yeah. What? I don't have it yet. I can't get fired.
0: Yeah, I mean that's probably why Lauren didn't call you. Hey, hey, John, I really need you to do this job right now. You're like, I'm sorry, Lauren. I need to hear the, the music first.
1: Breach, just- I'm sorry, Lauren. I'm doing a podcast with Will Brinson, which is way more important.
0: <laughs> and Mike Golick Sr. Reach, just to, just to make clear, you
2: can call Lauren Michaels Lauren. You can't call Doug Peterson Doug.
0: <laughs> Lauren is pretty individual and unique. Okay. Look, you got to be great at what you do to earn the singular nickname. The singular, like Doug, is not the only Doug. Doug Peterson is not the only Doug in the world.
1: Name another Doug. He is the Eagles fans, Dougie Fresh. First of Doug all, e. Doug.
0: What about the show, Doug, whose name was just Doug,
1: who dated Patty Mayonnaise for an extended right. period of time, mind you.
0: Like you think you think that Doug Peterson is as famous as Doug the character from Nickelodeon in the nineties? I don't think so.
2: If he's on Nickelodeon, you can probably watch him on CBS All Access.
0: That's right. CBS all access. First month's free. If you want to check out the champions, maybe they will, uh, contact me <laughs> to, be to the- do that, uh, to do, to do that recording. Uh, we should, um, this is probably mailbag should probably be Friday anyway. I feel like <laughs> Friday's a little looser. Like people wake up the first thing in the morning and you're trying to get your week started. You know, you brew that cup of coffee and you're like, and then all of a sudden we're yelling about Doug.
3: Real, real quick. I do not want to stay long in this. Are you equally, if, if not near as mad about me saying Carson instead of Wentz?
0: No, that doesn't bother me for some reason. Okay.
2: I don't think you care. I think you just, you, you, you can't go back now. So oh. you're,
0: Oh, it doesn't make any sense. There's like a, a it's like a, it, it, here's the thing that bothers me. It's this like s- sort of over the top level of familiarity, right? But they're like, Doug, Doug. You know, like he's your pal. This is coming from the person who
2: says everyone's a friend of the podcast that you've bumped into over the course of your eleven. Anyone
0: who has appeared on the podcast.
2: Whether they remember you or not, your words. Is again, a friend of the-
3: yes, because Philadelphia fans, I would say, are very passionate about their sports. They do feel a sense of, like, they they know their coaches. Right, they know their quarterback.
0: Peterson, because it's a, it's a, right, if you go on a national radio show and you say Peterson, everyone knows who you're talking about. If you say Doug, there is going to be a question of which Doug are you talking about?
3: And the point that I brought up a couple of weeks ago, I, I do think it is national versus local. When I'm talking to Eagles fans and people in Philadelphia, I'm calling them Doug. But if I were to say it in just like an, a national conversation, it might be different. But I don't see you getting this mad about that guy that said Pete, as in Pete Carroll. <laughs> Where's that same energy, Will? This is yeah. the frustrating as I've ever heard, Debo.
0: Way to go. Let's get in the mailbag. Um, first a question about me. Amazing pod says Jared Peasley via Apple podcast. But why does Brinson finish so few of his sentences?
2: Jared. So here, let, let me and Breach answer this question first. Okay. My, my, there's a short answer here, by the way, you're distracted. You're watching television. You're, you're getting texts from your wife. You know, she, you said that she's yelling at you. Robbie comes into the room. That's, that's my guess. One of those three things you get distracted.
1: Yeah. Brinson has. The attention span length of a peanut. So, literally, if another thought pops in his head, he goes with that thought, even if he didn't finish the prior thought. And that's it. That's Wilson's answer combined with my answer, combined with whatever Brinson might tell us, which he probably won't even finish because he'll start a new sentence. You
0: know, what's crazy is that the editors at CBS refer to Brinsoning as just leaving unfinished sentences and stories. Like I will be writing a sentence and then think of something else that I want to write about, stop writing the sentence and go somewhere else in the story, edit something and then forget to come back and finish the sentence. I do like when I, and I don't write as much anymore, but when I wrote a lot, they would, they would constantly find unfinished sentences (laughs) in my stories. Now part of that is because when I write, I usually do train of thought. Uh, but yeah, you guys are correct. I have a, a very short attention span. I am. I, I, I'm i not trying to say I'm like, you know, galaxy brain or anything like that, but I think I have a pretty active, uh, brain and mind. And when like something, like if a squirrel were to leap onto my window right now, I would definitely forget what I was doing.
1: Oh, no, we'd have to stop the podcast for 10 minutes so that you yeah. could stare at the squirrel and then talk about it for and eight minutes. I think minutes. I just
0: stopped my
2: sentence there too. For some <laughs> and tweet about how a squirrel scared you.
0: Yeah. I mean, I just, I, I, it's, if something else pops in my brain, I don't have this, uh, like a, a filter to stop it from like, I can't push it to the back and save it for later. You know what I mean? That's just sort of where it is. And that's why I'll stop a train of thought and just go in a totally different direction. Yeah. Living with me is living with lots of unfinished sentences. That's just sort of the reality. Lots of Twitter drafts that aren't actually sent, which may surprise you.
1: Not surprised.
0: That is, that surprises
2: me. Cause some of the tweets you sent are like, man, did he think that through? <laughs>
0: <laughs> there it is. Thank you. All right. Uh, C Leslie says, awesome show. Question for the mailbag. This is a, what's happening here, by the way, with these heavy Eagles questions? We have to really dig in and examine the Eagles here. Question for the mailbag. If the Eagles stay healthy, can they be contenders this year? They addressed pretty much all of their needs this offseason. They had a good new pieces, yet still have returning veterans. Not to mention Miles Sanders looks like a potential star. Aside from injury, I don't see how this team doesn't win the division easily and be a contender to come out of the NFC. But I feel like no one is talking about them. Hmm. Your thoughts. Um, should we defer to BreachBot 3000 or allow him to unleash oh, a propaganda machine on Three the Cowboys? 3,000.
1: Uh, well, first of all, I feel like Debo is testing Brinson to see how many Eagles questions he could sneak in the mailbag before Brinson would just delete the rundown and start making up questions, because that does what it feels like looking at this. I will say, though, and of course, I'm going to talk about the Cowboys. Yeah. I think that no one is talking about the Eagles because they're in the same division as the Cowboys, and everyone's talking about the Cowboys. You think about what happened this offseason. It was all Dak, 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 Dak. Is he going to an extension? Is he going to sign his uh, franchise tag deal? What's going to happen with Dak Prescott? Then you have Mike McCarthy. Is this offense going to be that much better? This team won eight games uh, with an offense that should have been much better than it was. So I do not agree with the assessment in this question that the Eagles are easily going to win this division. But I do think the Eagles and Cowboys are neck and neck. But I could absolutely see the Cowboys winning division. The Eagles are going to be good this year. uh, But I don't think they're going to easily win the division.
2: Yeah, I'm shocked to hear that you think that the Cowboys are going to be good. I'm really concerned about Mike. Go Cowboys. As for the Eagles, my only concern about the Eagles, and I, I want to hear what Debo thinks about this, is Andre Dillard to left tackle. They know they they resigned Jason Peters. It looks like he's kicking inside. They have Lane Johnson. We know he's really good and Jason Kelsey. Can Andre Dillard play left tackle consistently enough to, to protect Carson Wentz and or Jalen Hurts? But their draft class, they crushed it on paper. Um and, and I like the players that they have on both sides of the ball. I think they'd be really good defensively. They got my guy, Javon Hargrave from the Steelers, to play inside on that defensive line, but my biggest question mark and maybe my really only question mark other than Carson Wentz's health is, is Andre Dillard, uh, the 2019 first round pick playing left tackle consistently.
0: Let me close out my famous Doug's webpage and go over to my odds and see what the Eagles are. So I don't, here's my thing. I don't, um, I don't think that the Eagles are being slept on. But I also don't think the Eagles are going to easily win the division. There's not, not going to be anything easy about that division. The Cowboys are going to be a really good team.
2: Yeah, I'm going to ask you next. What's that? Win totals for those teams? Oh
0: yeah, sure.
2: Let's uh. I the
1: think odds, it's... the odds, real quick for the division from our friends at William Hill. Perfect. The Cowboys are plus one ten, and the Eagles are plus one thirty five. So it's pretty close to even. I see
0: locally for me, I see minus one twenty seven for the Cowboys, plus one thirty six. For the Eagles, I would much rather bank on Peterson getting the most out of that team at the plus money rather than laying the juice uh, with Mike and what he might get out of Dak. Uh, as far as um, uh, it's really, it's really fun. as far as the win totals, do you have those in front of you as well, Breach?
1: Um, I do not.
3: They're both nine and a half. The Cowboys are juiced to the over minus one forty five. The Eagles are at minus one oh five for the over. So again, kind of the same page for the Cowboys there. Yeah, I mean,
0: I think what's going to happen with these two teams is that you will probably see the division come down to the head-to-head, the two head-to-head matchups of the Cowboys and the Eagles, and that it's sort of simplifying the season. But I think that's a there's a really good chance that that's what ultimately matters for those two. If one of those teams sweeps the head-to-head matchup, they're probably going to win the division. Well, the
1: the only two differences on their schedule, the two game difference, is that the Eagles play the uh, Packers and Saints. And the Cowboys play the Falcons and Vikings. So I don't know who it's you think the It's certainly easier for there. the Cowboys. Yeah I, mean, I, I, yeah, I would agree with
0: that. Yeah, I mean, that's a much better matchup, but I, I don't know that it, you know. The Vikings did beat the Cowboys last year, and maybe it, people, some people think Atlanta's going to be good. Um, yeah, I, I think one of the things that Howie Roseman has done really well. I've now lost my Eagles depth chart. I just can't do anything right today. What, how am I losing? I mean,
2: I'll tell you the positions. Did you see a squirrel?
0: Close down your dog tabs. <laughs> yeah, um, he's done a really good job of building depth across the board. And I think that this team resembles in, in large part what we saw in 2017. Now, I don't know if it has that same upside, but they're loaded on, on the defensive line. And that's where Harry Roseman likes to build. Derek Barnett, Brandon Graham. They brought back Vinnie Curry, who's been there forever. Josh Sweat is like a sneaky 2018 fourth-round pick who could kind of develop. Uh, interior, Malik Jackson, got to see if he's healthy. Of course, Fletcher Cox, a superstar. And Javon Hargrave, a really underrated free agent signing uh, out of Pittsburgh. Ryan can tell us just how how good he is. So I think that group right there is going to be the core strength of the Eagles' defense. Adding Darius Slay on the back end is enormous because it shifts – Everything down where now you have a legitimate number one corner. I think there's a decent chance of top five defense and certainly top ten. Neither one of those would surprise me. Uh if offensively, I, I agree that Andre Dillard is a concern just because he's young, he's very talented, first round pick of 2019, but he has to live up to the standard set by Jason Peters for years. Uh and they do have a you know parachute if 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 Dillard doesn't work out in Peters, right? Um losing Brandon Brooks is a big loss. But I, I'm really more concerned about the wide receiver group. Like, who's going to come out of that? Is Alshon Jeffrey going to return to being a true number one? Is Deshaun Jackson going to be a, a healthy guy who can take down the tear down the field? Is Jalen Rager going to contribute in, in his first year? Are John Hightower and, and Quez Watkins going to be guys that can help out? You know, uh, uh, Marquise Goodwin opted out, so he's not going to play. J.J. Arcega-Whiteside, Debo hates him. I like Thanks. him to take a leap in year two. Is that going to is, can Jay Jaws take a leap?
1: The
3: answer is
0: no. Why not? Yeah,
1: very down. Debo on. does not sound very optimistic about that, Brinson. I like
3: the speed, though. They, they went for speed with the draft picks and Goodwin, who didn't work out just in terms of opting out. But
0: uh, Are you buying that Miles Sanders is going to be the feature back for the first time since Andy, since Andy was there?
3: Yes. <laughs> I am buying Miles Sanders stock.
0: Uh, I had a podcast listener DM me last night about a possible dynasty trade involving Miles Sanders. He was offered Miles Sanders and Ronald Jones – Alvin Kamara. Hmm. I told I him, do not trade Kamara. I don't know if I would... How much How
2: much more does Kamara have left?
0: Uh, in his career?
2: Yeah, four or five years, you
0: think? <laughs> One year ahead of... Like, wait, what? <laughs> what in Miles, was it Miles Sanders? Two, two years difference. Okay. Yeah, Kamara entering
3: year four, Sanders year two.
0: Um, Kamara was banged. He recently said he... I, I think the problem with it is you're buying... Off season headlines from Peterson and Bruce with Peterson saying that Miles Sanders is the feature guy and Arian saying that Ronald Jones, Bruce Aries just lies about his, about his running backs. You can go back and look at the last like 10 years. He just doesn't tell the truth in the off season about his running back. So I like Ronald Jones as a sleeper, but I think Kamara is going to be better than Miles Sanders. So I would rather have Kamara than Miles Sanders just because I don't necessarily believe that the Eagles will completely feed Miles Sanders, but Miles Sanders is awesome. Um, the Eagles are really deep. The Eagles are great. They're a they're a great team. They're a Super Bowl contender. You know Carson has to stay healthy. So the question is: Is Carson a little overrated? That's the next mailbag question. Just segue right into it. Eagles talk. Hey guys, I'm a huge fan of the podcast. It's from Devlat95, the Apple Podcast. I try to listen to it every weekday. Thank you. Do you guys think that on the national level, that national level, that Carson Wentz is a little overrated? I've been seeing some QB rankings with Wentz as a top five quarterback in the league. Uh, the second best quarterback in the NFC yeah. and better than guys like Dak and Watson. PFF had Wentz as the 26th quarterback from week nine on, including two games against the Giants and playing the Redskins and Cowboys. Well, he didn't have a good wide receiver court at that time. Doesn't he seem to be getting too much credit for going nine and seven in that division? And also, isn't there too much stock everyone is putting into 2017 as Wentz hasn't even looked close to that then since he's leading, since that's leading into him being slightly overrated. Love the show. Devin from Maryland. P.S. I still think he's a top 10 quarterback. Maybe just a tad overrated.
2: Yeah, I don't know nationally how people I mean, Dan Orlovsky loves him, Debo loves him. But Debo admits that he's he and Dak are neck and neck, or maybe Dak's a little better. I don't think he's a top ten quarterback for me. I haven't made my list out officially. Did uh He Who Shall Not Be Named have him as a top ten quarterback? The two
0: do
4: quarterbacks?
3: Yes. He was uh number eight or number nine, I believe.
2: All right. Yeah. I, but, um He's not the second-best quarterback in the NFC, and he's not a top-five quarterback. I don't think too many people are making that argument, are they?
0: Well, if he's the second-best quarterback in the NFC, is that just behind Russell?
2: Russell, I mean, would you rather have Matthew Stafford or Carson Wentz? I
1: would Would probably... you rather have Drew Brees or Carson? Are we talking I mean, about doing just for
0: 2020?
1: Yeah. Tom Brady or
0: Carson Wentz?
1: I'm taking Stafford, this
0: Brady and Breeze over Carson Wentz.
1: If it's for one year. For one but if year. If it's, right, right. But Five years, you're taking Wentz. Longevity, you're taking
0: I mean, Carson Wilson. Wentz better
1: than Matt Ryan? I don't think so.
2: Oh my God. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> Diva, you, you're really bumming Debo um, off this episode. <laughs>
3: bleep. Are you serious? Bleep had, um, Carson Wentz number eight. Uh, Matt Stafford was actually seven on that list. Uh, he had Tom Brady number nine.
1: Matt Ryan is a former NFL MVP. I probably would take Matt Ryan over. I, mean, Matt Ryan has, I think it's Matt, close.
0: Matt Ryan has like eight straight years of 4,000-yard seasons. Let me ask you this, Prince Carson Wentz doesn't have one year of playing 16 games, does he? Maybe he does. On
2: Thursday's, so. Thursday's episode, you had an opportunity to draft Carson Wentz in our, our quarterback coaching staff uh, draft, and instead you took Kyler Murray. So is Kyler Murray a better NFC quarterback than Carson
0: Wentz? Well, that was a quarterback. That was a coach combo. So, yeah, yeah I mean, I think – I think that after this year, we'll consider Carson. I mean, Kyler ahead of Carson. I think.
1: I think Wentz's biggest problem. Like, I don't think anyone thinks he's overrated. Get what I'm doing, guys? I'm using the bunny ears. I don't think anyone thinks he's overrated per se. I just I don't told JJ think...
0: about those yesterday. He's like, "What is wrong with that guy?" That's the right response. <laughs> I,
1: I I just don't think we have a clear picture of how good he is because if you look at uh, you know, the two seasons where he missed games due to injury and then last year he's finally healthy, but then his whole entire receiving core is thrown to practice squad guys, which is why uh, you know he was down toward the second half of the season. So, you know, we haven't seen Carson Wentz fully healthy and if he's been fully healthy, we haven't seen his offensive weapons fully healthy. So there's always been some just hanging on there of is Carson Wentz good and I think it's going to be a question we keep asking until, you know, maybe he has a healthy receiving core this year.
2: And look, he played out of his mind in 2017. And I would like to imagine that had he stayed healthy, they were still winning the Super Bowl. Cause Nick Foles, you know, Nick Foles is Nick Foles. You know, who he didn't mention is Aaron Rodgers. No, we did. I think so.
1: Would you rather have Aaron Rodgers or Carson Wentz?
2: Yeah. I don't think anyone disputes that, do they?
1: Well, who would you rather have?
2: Aaron Rodgers.
0: I think I'd rather have Wentz. Oh, there you go. A little drama in the LBC. What about you? Definitely not a top. Well, I mean, okay. He's. I don't think he's – I would say with Dak and Carson Wentz that that they are both properly rated, but that because of the controversial nature of them being constantly compared, Ryan, that if you don't love Carson Wentz, then you think he's probably overrated. And if you do love Carson Wentz, then you probably think he's underrated. And some, some of the overrated nature of this could be contributed to the fact that people are sick of hearing other folks yell about Carson Wentz and Dak Prescott possible the funny
2: thing is like I like Carson I like Dak and I think they're both rated about right like they're in the same conversation they're not indistinguishable but they're they're pretty close
1: I think the crazy thing about Carson Wentz is that if you say hey pick a quarterback for 2020 out of the NFC you could argue certainly argue that he's outside of the top five maybe even the top eight because that's kind of what we've been doing but if you're saying pick a quarterback for the next seven years then you can make the argument that he is the number two quarterback in the NFC, and that might be your second pick if he has to be your quarterback for mm-hmm. the next seven. Russell Wilson,
2: seven years. Russell's thirty.
1: Yeah, it's played till he's thirty-seven. That's oh. easy. I'm taking Russell Wilson as my quarterback for the next seven years. But but then you could take the make the argument that Wentz maybe is number two. or Maybe it's Kyler Murray. So it really is odd. Oh, that sorry, how much say your
0: thing again? <laughs> again, if <here. 'Cause> you <laughs> only need
1: a quarterback for 2020 season for just one year. You can argue that Wentz is outside of the top five, maybe in the top eight. We we're just naming quarterbacks that are better in the NFC. But if you need a quarterback for seven years, you can make the argument that Wentz is the number two pick. So it, that dynamic is weird that depending on what your argument is, you can move the goalposts to make the Wentz as the number two make sense or sound completely crazy just based on
0: what you need.
3: I think currently seven years is insane. There's not much of a gap right now. Do you agree on that? Like the difference between a 2020 Tom Brady and a 2020 Aaron Rodgers and a 2020 Carson Wentz, there's, there's not that much difference.
0: I think, I think that if you, if you showed up at my doorstep and you said, me, Debo, I'm from the future, one year in the future. Everyone, first of all, everyone's named Doug. It's amazing. Second of all, Carson Wentz is now better than Dak Prescott, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, and every NFC quarterback except Russell Wilson. I'd be like, oh, that's cool, future Debo. You know what would be more helpful? Tell me who won the Super Bowl so I don't look like an a-hole for picking the wrong team 10 years in a row. Uh, then he would say, duh, Carson Wentz.
3: That's, and I mean, he was the best quarterback in the NFL for one season in 2017.
0: Oh. He was. He, for part of the season. 13 he didn't games. Play the whole season. I mean, okay. Um, I mean, did he win the MVP award? He, he did in my he mind. He did not. That is, that is <laughs> in written my in mind. my mind. <laughs> um,
1: yeah. And I've, the, did the, he win uh, the
0: MVD award? Most valuable Doug? Yeah.
1: Yeah, but yeah, and I don't know if you can use that argument, cause like, you could say Andy Dalton was the best quarterback in 2015. So oh, he he was, got
0: no, what, No, he wasn't close to the best quarterback in 2015. Carson Palmer and Cam Newton were much better than Andy Dalton. That is the most asinine thing you've ever said. But, it's yeah. not asinine. Cam Newton definitely. Oh, what a big jam. Wallace took it in his
1: hands and said, and we're talking about conference and Andy Dalton's but, in the AFC. Right. But Breach, you brought
3: up Matt Ryan and he had a fantastic 2016 and he's had a very good career and I, I love Matt Ryan but it's along the same line. Like Carson's year in 2017 at that pace was comparable to Matt Ryan's, what they both did for their teams. Uh,
0: I don't know about that statistically. Look at that. All right, let's look at that. We're going to have to dive into that because I happen to have Carson Wentz open and I have a Matt Ryan. Oh, actually I have a Matt Ryan tab open as well. Isn't that lovely? Uh, Matt Ryan in 2016, 9.3 yards per attempt. Carson Wentz in 2017, 8.3. That is a significant drop. Uh, Matt Ryan, 7.1 touchdown percentage, 38 touchdowns. Uh, Carson Wentz, 33 touchdowns, 7.5. So Carson Wentz has the slight edge there. Matt Ryan in 2016 completed 69.9% of his passes for 4,944 yards, 309 yards per game. Carson Wentz in 2017 averaged 253 yards per game and completed just over 60% of his passes. This isn't remotely close. Matt Ryan's numbers destroy Carson Wentz's numbers. I uh, thank you.
3: I mean, if we're, if, if that's the only parameters, then, then that's fine.
0: Not that we're going to have the weekend away to sort of settle our differences here, Diva.
3: Right. Uh, I just want the, the one that has, I've always stuck by and I think we'll be clear after this year. I, I think we're going to see Carson Wentz as a better quarterback than Deshaun Watson. Ooh.
2: That's a bold statement.
3: That's the one that I think gets to me. Like this, Deshaun Watson's great, but I think if, if Carson's in that.
0: So, so do you have Deshaun? Cause I think Ryan probably has Deshaun as a top five quarterback.
2: I have to go look at the list. Uh, he's up there. Yeah. He's in the conversation. And I'm,
0: Mahomes, Lamar and Russ are the only, It's like Belichick and Andy Reid at the top of the coaching list. Like, we're not – do not come at me with a list of quarterbacks that does not include Mahomes, Lamar, and Russ at the top right now. Like, anything else is stupid. Uh, Mm -hmm. After that, it gets very muddled, though, because we're talking about a bunch of old guys, Brady, Breeze. Nobody's going to put Rivers in there right now, so I'm not even going to try. But, I mean, you know, and then, like, this young group of dudes who are sort of jockeying for position. And I I don't think it's insane to think that Carson Wentz could be a top-five quarterback after this year, but he needs to take a big leap forward. Had a big leap. He just stay healthy and have people to throw
2: to. I think that's the biggest thing. I mean, he was balling out in a seven. Excuse me, seventeen.
0: His touchdown percentage was wasn't wasn't sustainable, but sure. I mean, do do you think that Carson Wentz? So what what we got from Carson Wentz is that what is that relative to ceiling his ceiling and his floor? Was that his floor in twenty nineteen?
2: Was that his you know you know what I'm saying? I mean, he completed. Is his floor he he'll be fine. He was throwing to a bunch of undrafted free agents. Former yeah. quarterbacks. I mean, if, if
3: that's his floor, then his floor is a, a, a top ten quarterback. In 2019, I mean, I think His
0: floor is probably dictated by health. Like nobody's doubting that Carson Wentz is really good. Healthy. That's
3: that's right. I big, mean, we we've seen that peak or probably he can exceed that peak if 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 he stays healthy. But yeah, it's I mean he it's, came it's, to
0: the league at twenty four, man. Like he's already twenty seven. Has he turned twenty eight yet? He was born in Raleigh, by the way. Oh, God. 27. He'll be 28 at the near the end of this season in December.
1: You know who was born in Cincinnati? Russell Wilson. Boom. Oh, Just had to bring that up real quick. No one cares. Uh, um, but, well, Brinson was comparing Carson's season to Matt Ryan's and said it wasn't even close. But again, Carson Wentz's season was close to 2015 Andy Dalton. Like, he, incredibly close.
0: I, that's fantastic. Why'd you have to bring that up? Congratulations, Debo. So Carson Wentz's ceiling is Andy Dalton. Carson Wentz's ceiling is the guy who got benched for
2: Ryan Finley. Probably
0: enough, Carson Wentz also hasn't won a playoff game. (laughs) Stop doing little, those
2: notions. I like Carson Wentz. Breach and Brentson hate him.
0: I I hate him. I I don't. I don't, I think that where Carson Wentz ranks in terms of being overrated or underrated is entirely dependent on whether you like Carson Wentz more or like Dak Prescott more. If you okay. like Carson Wentz more, you think he's probably a little underrated. And if you like Dak more, you think Carson Wentz is probably a little overrated. Does that ten
2: seem fair? 10 months from now, assuming a 16 game schedule, playoffs, the Super Bowl, who will you be higher on, uh, Carson Wentz or
0: Kyler Murray? I believe the answer will be Kyler Murray.
2: I
1: think the answer will be Carson Wentz.
0: Yeah, I'm leaning towards Carson. All right. Okay. I mean, do you, do you, do we think that Carson Wentz is about to unleash the best season of his career?
2: If the left tackle's good and Jalen Rager, if Jalen Rager plays like Deontay Johnson did last year, yes.
0: Carson Wentz is 2017, and granted, obviously only played 13 games, approximate value 14. That was, that was what Kyler Murray produced last year as a rookie. I mean, Kyler Murray is a, a, I mean, 64% 64% passing, 3,722 yards, 20 touchdowns, 12 picks, and he was sacked 48 times. Like, I mean, I'm, I don't know, man. I mean, if that's Kyler Murray's floor as a rookie, are we in t- I don't know. I, I just don't know that. You don't know if it's his floor. We'll see. What think- is Carson Wentz's ceiling? Is he going to go for 5,000 passing yards and 40 touchdowns? He could. Maybe. Why not? Oh. What did, what did, um, Nick Foles did that year with Andy Reid, he had like 28 touchdowns. and 2 but that was, we had like 1,800 passing yards in like 27-2. With Chip Kelly too, not Andy Reid.
2: Oh, Chip Kelly. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Andy Reid, I refer to you as Chip Kelly. <laughs> yep. Yeah.
0: You can say Chip, well you can't say Chip because Chip, you could be talking about Chip Patterson.
2: Charles. That's what you call him,
0: Charles. Charles Kelly. Carl. All right. Carl is Chip Patterson. Okay. So enough. I hope that everybody got their fill of the Eagles.
1: Debo's diabolical
3: plan worked.
0: Debo, do you need to add anything here?
3: No, uh, Carson over Dak and Deshaun Watson. Uh, let's bring up the receipts in uh, January. Well, let's,
0: let's all rank those a year from now. Yes. And we'll get out. All right. So you have Carson and then Dak or then Deshaun?
3: Dak and Deshaun.
0: Okay. And where this is how they will look a year from now, how we think they will look a year from now. Debo says Carson, Dak, Deshaun.
2: Based on their season, not our projections for 2021, right?
0: Yeah, what, what, how we think after this season happens, we will rank them. Our lasting thoughts. You are projecting how they'll do and then, and then that influences your ranking. Carson for
2: Debo and then Dak and then Deshaun.
0: Takeaway here is that Debo
2: hates Deshaun Watson. He does. All right. So
1: weird. Wait, we're ranking how we think they're going to do in 2020 or how we're going to look at their career after the 2020 season.
0: What's going on?
1: All right. If we're ranking how I think they're going to do in how, 2020, one year
0: from one year from now, how will you, John Breach, rank based on their production that you think they will have in 2020? Carson Wentz, Dak Prescott, and Deshaun Watson.
1: I'll say Dak, Deshaun, Carson.
0: Ooh, that's what I'll say too. I was going to go with that as well. Dak. Wow. I, think, I think Dak. Will, <laughs> I think Dak. I think Dak is going to be like the MVP. Look, look at these face.
1: He's like, oh, why am I working with these?
0: Diva's, Diva's got that. You know that that meme where the guy's like, it's like a fake smile. And he's just crying angrily underneath. That's Diva, right now. He's like, the mask Where's, off. Where's This guy's. <laughs> um, I, I think Dak's gonna have a monster year.
2: Well, the, like if Andre is my biggest concern in Philadelphia, my biggest concern in Dallas is Mike my- Connor. It's fair.
0: Just saying. All right. It's a All big right. concern. Okay, that is the Eagles discussion. Let's take a break, and when we come back more mailbag.
4: Visit RobertHalf.com today. I lied. It's not all the Eagles talk. Um, dunked on by Brinson.
0: That's because uh, we got a, two reviews coming up from uh, a, a Eagles fan. Actually, Eagles underscore P H A N. I assume this is a fish situation. So if so, we'll chat about that. Uh, he says, Dunked on by Brinson. This is Ken H 11 the Apple podcast. So I got myself dunked on this week by Brinson for saying he doesn't give the Eagles any love. It was glorious. The cost was two, five-star reviews. One is coming from a friend who loves the show as well. Let's we'll find out about that. Before I ask my question, make sure you add Debo is the fourth co-host. He kills it constantly. We'll find out about that. My question is pretty simple. Where can we expect a two-hour podcast where you all come to the table with your bold predictions for 2020? That was my first listen last year, and while I'm 99% sure all the predictions were completely wrong, it was entertaining as hell and hooked me to your show. Maybe you can review last year's too, but I'm excited to hear if you think Big Ben will win MVP or the Raiders will go 0-16 again, Brinson. Cue the music. (laughs)
2: Bre- Breach, do you have, that seemed like something you would have handy. Do you have the predictions from last year?
1: I don't have our predictions handy because we did it in podcast form. I didn't have time to write them down. Oh, oh,
0: I, don't I, remember. I know, I know that I had Big Ben to win MVP. And I the team for the
2: Raiders, it sounds like.
0: Yeah. I mean, well, cause we were looking then they beat the Broncos in week one, of course. <laughs>
2: I made uh, the Raiders bandwagon as well. I shouldn't say too much. Let's see if I can
0: find. Um, God, you know what is, you know what? You can't search Google. With bold predictions for breach. I mean, this is like four million posts. It's like eight bold divisional round predictions for the 2020 NFL playoffs. Bold yeah. predictions for the 2020 NFL playoffs wild card round.
2: Eight it's, bold it's... predictions for week
0: one of the preseason for the kickers.
1: I've actually trademarked bold predictions. Uh, so if you put that on a T-shirt, I get royalty money.
0: Do you breach? I, I my theory is this: that you like to uh, barter. In the, in the bold prediction, you like to dabble in bold predictions because it allows you to take your insane thoughts that you have in your head and to put them on paper. The things that you believe really will happen because you're a crazy person, but put them on paper. But because you attach bold bold predictions to it, it's the ultimate caveat that allows you to say, hey, it was a bold prediction. You can't get mad at me for that.
1: And if it's a bold prediction, people only expect you to hit like one out of ten. And if you hit one out of 10, they think you're having an incredible success rate. And generally, I can hit one or two out of 10. So it, it works well.
0: By the way, here's your uh, preseason poll predictions division by division. Uh, in the AFC East, Josh Gordon hits a 1,000 receiving yards. <laughs> the Browns make the playoffs. The Colts don't have a losing record. The Raiders finish with the worst record in the NFL. Miles Sanders wins Offensive Rookie of the Year. The Bears miss the playoffs, so there's one. Drew Brees wins NFL MVP. Wait, I thought that was the worst pick of the draft. Oh my now god! This was... was for 2019. This is not for 2020 and 2021. Interesting. 49ers finished under 500. That was a good one. Uh, why don't you, <laughs> scroll, you down down scroll down and scroll down? down see who, who I... that's all of them. them. That, them. Who would I have winning the Super Bowl? The, the Kansas City Hall. Chiefs. Who would I... I... I have
1: in the NFC title game? The Green Bay Packers. Ironic... that's all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We
0: know, we know. You mentioned the Green Bay thing a million times. Ironically, the Chiefs not that bold, and you included it. Like the Chiefs were like five to one to win the Super Bowl. No, we're oh. eight to one. Okay. That's not that bold. Um, at any rate, you had to pick somebody. You did it. It's fine. How about another? Uh, uh, Do, does anybody, while we while were reading this, does anybody, does anybody remember how many of those breach brought to the table? I'm guessing a couple.
2: How about, I don't know, because I don't remember. Joe
3: Flacco leads the Broncos to the playoffs. Will Brinson.
0: Oh. Right, they're, bold, they're bold predictions. You're only supposed to get like one out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. But yeah. you have to
1: at least get that one, Brinson.
0: <laughs> I'm mean, to that one too.
3: Um, yeah, I said, I mean, Dalvin I, Cook I leads the league in rushing yards. You run a pretty good pace for that
2: one.
0: That, that's a, that was a, that was a good one.
2: Garrett Bradbury, something about Garrett Bradbury that I remember. I yeah, know. that was last year. Good Lord. Feels like 10 years ago, we've been making fun of you so long on that one.
0: <laughs> Garrett Bradbury's retired to the Hall of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dalvin Cook one was good
1: though. I feel like you could have won that if he didn't get injured.
3: Andy Dalton hits career high. That was on a good pace. Did you mention that one?
0: Breach, yeah, breach and Andy Dalton. Oh, that's how that was the lead to the Mitchell the, the Dalton tattoo bet with uh, bleep.
1: Bleep doesn't work here anymore, so I don't have to pay off that bet. That was that was a co worker bet.
0: That is a pretty big Welch by you, my friend. <laughs> um, I don't I don't remember exactly what all I'm were. but yeah. So the the larger point of this is that we will be doing a huge bold prediction show the week that the season starts. Maybe we'll make it two hours. Hey, who who has
2: more catches in twenty or more yards in twenty twenty? Sammy or Devontae?
0: Devontae Parker over Sammy Watkins that had to have been born out of that podcast, right? It
2: was week one I think is when it started. Because Sammy had a huge, huge week one.
0: And it was just a laugh riot, y'all all like uh, y'all murdering me. Sammy went for two hundred thirty yards in week one or something like that. Sammy basically
2: did the Viacom C B S uh parental leave thing. He was gone for twelve weeks and then show up again to the playoffs. <laughs>
0: right. And airing in our HR laundry. Actually, it's not laundry. Airing our 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 daintily fresh, clean laundry that he's airing out that window. Yes, Debo, you look like you want to say something.
3: No, nope. Uh, I do want to say the Eagles fan PH. I don't know if that's a fish reference. There's a lot Could of people. Could yes, be Philly. Uh, that's that's very common amongst Philadelphia to to use the PH in that sense and and not fish. I know, you know, fish is sacred ground on this podcast, but. It might just be, might just be Philadelphia. That's that's my guess,
0: right? Because being an Eagles fan with an F wouldn't fully indicate that you are into Philadelphia. You need the PH. Is that what it is? Probably taken, but maybe Doug Fan D U G P H A N.
2: No, my hope is my hope is that this podcast goes away and you have to do an e- Eagles only podcast.
0: <laughs> locked on, locked on, Doug. <laughs> a daily, the daily dog. Brent I have
3: a, a little trivia question for you. Um, so today, actually. One year on the pick six pod for, for yours truly, how many episodes, and now I missed a couple, you missed a couple. How many episodes since August 12th of last year do you think we've had at the pick six podcast?
0: Uh By the, by the way, I should point out today. So we're recording this on Wednesday. This is the, this is the one year anniversary. I, that's, so what did I get Deva for his university? I yelled about Doug for like 10 minutes. Um, we had, and this goes back to like not finishing sentences. We had something planned and I, and I forgot to finish it. I didn't, didn't complete the task. All
2: right. We'll get uh, a question for Debo. Then I, I, me and Breach will guess. Yeah. T- everybody How take many some episodes
0: guesses? have been done between your first episode and, today. and Wednesday,
2: Wednesday, August 12th. Yeah. Just
3: okay, aug- so, August 12th, 2019 to August 12th, 2020. We're doing two episodes today. We're counting those two episodes.
0: Okay. So can I, okay. So we're counting those two episodes. So I mean, let's say 52 times five. Right? That's 260 episodes, bare minimum on the daily basis. Um, I mean, uh, we did the preview shows, two episodes per day, twice a day for 16 weeks last year. So that's an additional. So we're up to 276.
1: Wilson, that's, you guess one over Brenton, and I'm going to guess <laughs> one under.
0: You're going to prices right me?
1: Oh, we're going to prices so right 276. Out of you.
0: 276. You know what I'm gonna do. I'm just gonna. I'm not gonna do the whole math thing, but I'm gonna. I'm gonna guess that it that it somehow magically evened out perfectly. It's 365. I'm gonna say three five zero.
1: I am gonna go low, man, on the totem pole and say 313.
3: I'm offended, breach. Um, so it works out where before today it was 398, and these two wow. make it
0: 400. Wow. Oh my 400 god, episodes. Um, wait. Oh Adibo, we are gonna get you well. You know what? It's it's on air, it's on AK, ek and myself. We both dropped the ball on our planned uh, thing. So if you guys want to tweet at Debo and wish him happy one year one year anniversary of working on the Pick Six podcast, uh, I'm just one year of being plucked from a peaceful job producing shows at CBS and HQ and dropped into the hellscape that is doing a daily podcast with me. Uh, but and yeah, you, somehow. You know,
1: he yeah. has not gone crazy doing 400 shows with Brinson.
0: You make you make the show better, Debo. It wouldn't be uh, it wouldn't be very good without you. I got to tell you that we and we wouldn't be nominated for a People's Choice Podcast Award with other such a luminous podcasts like All Creatures. Po- oh, no, sorry, that's the wrong one. Uh, thirty for thirty ain't hard to tell. I don't know what the hell that is? Island College Basketball, Fantasy Football Today. Nothing personal with David Sampson. Packers fan podcast, the Fantasy Footballers, the Game Time Guru. And the thread slash let us play. Okay. We can win that. We're going to win. Let's do it. If Uh, we win, I will do something insane. I I appreciate
3: it though. Um, bold predictions in September. We're going to keep going just as many episodes as last year, maybe another 400 between now and, uh, next August.
0: Love it. Okay. Uh, Brinson dunked on by Brinson 2.0 because we had to get two reviews. Um, this is from O M G S H, the Apple Podcast, the friend of Eagles fan Ken. First and foremost, I would like to say that I've never been dunked on, but a friend of mine that is an Eagles fan was dunked on now, and now owes two five-star reviews. This is the second recent listener, and I am a fan of the podcast. Started listening when you were running through every team. So my question is, what receiver do you expect to have a breakout year, and why did you pick, just why did you pick Preston Williams? Doesn't have to be a young receiver, just someone with a relatively down year. Last year. Uh, okay. I've got, you know what I actually did. This is the, you know what? This is my present to you, Debo. I did prep for this show. That's a lie. I did. I have a huge list of receivers who I think could qualify. I even did uh, a bunch of prep for the coach QB combos. So um, nice. maybe Debo wearing off on me, uh, but I will let you guys go first. If you are so inclined,
1: should we name one or two?
0: uh same name one we'll just go, go around the horn on uh, remember don't have to be young receivers can be guys bouncing back from bad seasons uh or i've got a big list of young guys and a couple guys who could possibly pop
1: up. i'm gonna go with an obvious one because he plays in the chiefs offense and that is McCole hardman yeah great choice under one, 550 yards last year but i think he could absolutely blow up in 2020
2: I can't believe you didn't see sammy Watkins. that was a layup
0: well, the, so the, it, the working theory is that McCall Hardman is going to replace Sammy Watkins, or even potentially replace Tyreek Kill once he gets to the end of his contract. Hardman and Tyreek Kill raced.
2: Right? Tyreek and McCall raced. Yeah. On, yeah. Ty, uh, when did they race? Last week, I think they put it on Twitter.
0: Yeah, uh, one. Won. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and and McC- McCall ran like a four three or something.
0: McCall back Hardman's ago. really fast.
2: He's really good. I mean, uh, like a, my, my name. I have two players potentially same team. Uh, Hollywood Brown, I think he should, he should bust out. Okay. Uh, for part of last year, he actually played well when he was. You're 12. not going to
0: name his cousin next time.
2: My name is cousin, Antonio Brown.
0: Whoa.
1: Right. That, that's interesting, Wilson. Thank
0: All you. right.
2: Um.
1: Wait, I got one more. I, I didn't know we were going to name both. I thought we were going around.
2: This is going because they were cousins. This
0: on the, Potentially on the same team. So no, you can't go breach. Oh, uh, what? Instead, I'm going to snake you and take AJ Green, who uh, could potentially uh, bounce back as a healthy guy after missing the entire year last year. I, I I've been drafting him. That's I'm drafting him everywhere in fantasy. Like I'm buying into AJ Green. I think Zach Taylor's offense would be much better with with an improved offensive line and with Joe Burrow slash not Andy Dalton. And so uh give me all the AJ Green shares that I can take. Nobody else seems to want him. I think AJ Green has a big year this year.
1: I was thinking AJ Green, but I knew Brinson would steal him from me, so I'm gonna come back with someone else uh mm. who only plays ninety miles away from AJ Green. And that is Paris Campbell.
0: Oh no, that was my top option
1: for the Indianapolis oh, Colts. I think Paris Campbell could have a monstrous year. Obviously dealing with injuries, only had 127 yards receiving last season, but man, in that offense, it's going to be loaded. People's trying to stop T.Y. Hilton. All of a sudden things open up for Paris Campbell.
0: Now, Breach, I believe this is the point of the show where we ask you, what did you think of Jamie Eisenberg's 2020 breakout receiver list that you read for CBSSports.com?
1: I thought it was awesome.
0: Because you've already named two of the guys on there. Oh, well. which is clearly Me
1: and Jamie were texting each other this past week. And uh, we're very, very close would... friends. I read his work. I'm sorry.
0: Thank you, Google Breakout Receivers, and that was the first article that popped up.
1: Not really. I just read Jamie's work. I didn't okay. have to Google anything.
0: Uh, Ryan, your turn.
2: Uh, I don't have the list in front of me. I was only going two names. I'm done.
0: Okay. That was, <laughs> that was pretty
2: fast. Uh, oh, actually, I'll do it quickly. J.J.R. Sega-Whiteside, just so. There
0: you go. I like Dijal as a breakout. I didn't, even, I didn't think no, about including him on the list. And actually, I did sort of borrow from Jamie's list too. It's a good list. You should check it out at Um Jamie's is more about young guys. I actually think that there's a, a very good case to be made for Preston Williams in the Dolphins' offense. His final three games before he suffered an injury that knocked him out of the season, he had 15 catches on 24 targets, 196 yards and two touchdowns. That was against the Bills, very good defense. The Steelers, very good defense, and the Jets, who are you know they exist. I think um, it's an ACL injury, though. Yeah, it was, but that's that easy these days. Uh, <laughs> that's a 16-game pace of 80 catches, 10, 45, and 11 touchdowns. I don't think that's going to happen, but, you know, offense could be better this year. I, I, he's not a guy I dislike. All right, who else you got? That was it. Okay, all right, I have a couple more. I don't. Does Michael Gallup count? I mean no, – He had 1,100 yards last year. I didn't realize it was that much.
1: Yeah, right. it doesn't count then.
0: Okay. I would just say that he, I think he's going too late in fantasy drafts. Like, he could be the number one receiver on the Cowboys this year easily. Okay. People are like putting him in line with CeeDee Lamb. He's a third year receiver. He's like, he's a monster. Like, he could be better than Amari Cooper this year. Uh, Alan Lazard. Yeah, we'll see. Then number two in Green Bay. Somebody's got to catch the passes. Yeah. I think James Washington or Deontay Johnson qualify as somebody from Pittsburgh.
2: Yep, yeah, I think John, um, Washington more than Johnson. I think Johnson. They both had decent years last year, but yeah, I'm with you.
0: It remains to be seen like if Ben, if ben has to be healthy for 16 games and like who does he does he end up having a rapport with one of those guys versus the other? But again, um, no be
2: there. So it is story about him getting angry for not getting passes thrown in his way. That's true. John Ross. Deep sleeper. Um John Ross just
0: COVID? Oh, uh, he, he did opt out. No,
1: his son has
0: COVID, so he left training camp. Right. Okay. okay. Yeah, that—that's just. Something. I hope
1: everybody's okay.
0: All right. Um,
1: so Brinson, from the sound of it, naming AJ Green and John Ross seems like you're, somebody's pretty high on the Bengals this year.
0: Yeah, I'm high on the Bengals. We've been over this. I think how Bengals how high? high? Like, like.
1: Super Bowl high.
0: No, I mean, I was going to say like uh, Afro Man high.
1: <laughs> Cause I got high. Cause I got high. I had to sing the song game. in case people didn't know and thought you were just talking about. I was going to go to class. but then I got high. I was going to pick the Bengals to win the Super Bowl, but then I got high.
0: No, I picked the Bengals to win the Super Bowl at that time. No, I would say that uh, I wouldn't be surprised at all if the Bengals made the playoffs. Oh, please stop it.
1: Clip that, Debo, and let everybody know that Prince has been brainwashed right, by that's three one of my bold 3,000.
0: Joe Burrow leads the Cincinnati Bengals. Oh, that, that would, now, this would be bold. The Bengals and the Browns finish first and second in the AFC North. Okay.
1: State of Ohio hasn't won a playoff game this century, but I love it.
0: I just clipped that
3: and you singing to Afro Man.
0: <laughs> Afro Man and, uh, look, like there's some dumb pleasures in life. Afro Man and Dude, Where's My Car? Yeah. No. Remember that movie? Of course I do. Stifler and Ashton Kutcher? No, that's right, They're Stifler. messed up, they lose their car and then spend the whole day chasing it. I've it's had that very, situation. Very, it's very, very stupid. But
1: in college, I forgot where I parked my car once.
0: Who, who amongst us hasn't? Uh, I also looked at Jamie's article, by the way. and I, I mean, I liked a lot of the guys on there. Steven Sims, good choice in Washington. Kelvin Harmon out. Somebody's got to do it. Uh, and then Anthony Miller in Chicago. I don't know if there's going to be enough volume in, in Chicago, but Allen Robinson's soaked up a ton of targets. But, you know, they have 14 tight ends and none of them are any good. So why not Anthony Miller? Anybody else? No, I'm good. I love when Ryan has to take his kids somewhere. It's it very short.
1: I'm Well, I mean, his kids needs to go. He can't walk. He's like, if I, if I answer this, then Brinson will keep talking for 30. You guys are minutes.
0: doing soccer practice up there, huh?
2: Yeah. They're playing small sided games, not full sided. So, and you have to, even sitting outside watching, you have to wear a mask.
0: Yeah. Okay. That's good.
2: Four on four, five on
0: five. Glad they get to get out and do team activities. Yeah. Okay. That's the show. Have a great weekend, everybody. We will see you on Monday. Nerd week starts. Get your calculators, your TI-82s.
1: Me and Wilson are peacing out. We Mm. won't be on next week. Sorry, everyone.
0: Wow, which is ironic because you guys are both nerds.
1: Follow me on Twitter. I'll make a video, and and you can see my face, and maybe I'll talk in it. I'll show off my Next week feels like
0: an emergency podcast week, by the way. Oh, boys. Doesn't it, Diva?
1: Yeah, we got one coming.
0: Happy belated anniversary, just like with my real wife, I forgot to wish I forgot to wish you happy anniversary until you reminded me that it was your one year anniversary. Even though I did have good intentions, Ryan and John can confirm.
3: Is that what we're you told AK? Go. I had good intentions.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> you- now, I'm not treating you any differently than, than my. my like, oh, it's our anniversary, and yep. but yep. unlike unlike my real wife, I didn't lie about having good intentions. Like, oh, yeah, we're we'll definitely going on a trip for ten. Don't worry about it.
2: Sure. You Nothing. Know the road to hell, yes, yeah, paid with good intentions. This Randy Travis baby. Oh, is it? I thought it was in the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, Maybe your mother's a preacher, and you're asking. You're telling me Randy Travis was the first person to say that? Oh, he's Google. He's Googling furiously, Breach. <laughs> I mean, is it a Travis invent road to hell is paid with good intentions? <laughs> no, dumbass.
0: Proverb. I don't think it's in the Bible. I don't think it's like, and the road to hell is paved with good intentions. That's Randy Travis.
2: That's Randy.
1: Princeton, why don't you Google that over the weekend and then let us know in two weeks.
2: When you're off a of nerd week. Yeah, let us know how that All
1: right, I will,
0: I will give you a full detailed breakdown on the road to hell is paved for good intentions in two weeks when I see you guys again. Have a great weekend, everybody. See you on Monday.
4: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.